guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. And I'm Beverly Bryan. And we are here listening to some good-ass music. This is Rio Mira with the song Adios Morena. And I'm getting like fun, you know, moody marimba vibes. I'm very into it. Yeah. It's lifting my spirits on, on this hot dog days of August. My God, it's hot, baby. But the AC is here blessing us, giving us life, keeping us nice and refreshed. And we have a surprise for everyone. Let's let's finish the song, and then we'll we'll tell everyone about the surprise. excited that I get to tell everyone that we have a guest. 
and he's bringing the songs. And Ivan, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Ivan. Um, I've been a listener from Songmas for quite a while now, and I'm really, really excited. Uh, Richard emailed me uh, saying that, hey, like, do you want to come into the show and talk about some music? And I was really excited. So thank you guys for, for, for everything that you do, and thank you for having me today. Oh, thank you for, like, um, listening, first of all, and, like, caring enough to share some music with us. Um, we've got a theme for this episode. Um, would you like to tell everyone about the theme? Yes. Um, well, I'm originally from Ecuador, so I originally, the way that we kind of connected was I emailed Richard saying, hey, do you know, what do you think about uh, songs from Ecuador and bands from Ecuador? And we're going to feature a lot of bands that I grew up with and maybe some uh, bands that are new and up and coming. So I was really, 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 really hyped as like I was like downloading the music and like, you know, perusing through the stuff because like, you know, we do try to keep everything new, fresh, at least recent. And so, yeah, obviously like we're bringing some stuff. You brought in some stuff from like, you know, um, your childhood or like your, you know, high right. school years or what have you. Um, but there's also like stuff that came out this year. And so you're yeah. definitely bringing in a range, you know, we, well, we're going to be playing some folklore here. Here today so um a little bit of everything and i am just uh over the moon i just i really really am um so uh, well let's start with um you know telling the listeners a little bit about yourself um so yeah you've got a band right i do <laughs> i love that that is that that's where we're starting yeah that's awesome yeah i do have a band um it's called la huerta um and for those that don't know uh la huerta means it's like kind of like a small garden or an orchard uh it just came from um everywhere almost everywhere where i'm from in ecuador always has a huerta in the backyard and um so the the, the band started when i was trying to look back um because i've been here for about 13 years i've been living here in, in new york city mm-hmm. um so um it just the name became uh, a thing that was just reminded me when i used to play at La Huerta at my grandparents' house. What so, what style of music? Uh, do um, you make? Well, it's it's definitely we. It started all when I when I got really really into cumbia again uh, and all that. That he's got an awesome cumbia T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it really like when I saw it, I, I asked Thank them you. because you know that I have like kind of a you very a similar that says one. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I thought it was El Dusty because that's what they told me when I was buying the, the thing. But your brother actually made this T-shirt, right? Yes, yes. Uh, my brother has a, a, a clothing brand called Suda NYC. Um, he does all the designs and screen prints himself. Google it right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually brought some stickers for you guys. Yes! Um, well, we can give you more Songmas stickers and it can be a trade. Yeah, that's let's awesome. do it. Yeah, right. that's awesome. Yeah. Come on, pod swag. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, the, the his, his brand is inspired also by South American culture. Um, and I think all that stuff, he started his clothing brand and I started my band. Like, it was both of us trying to look back to the our upbringing in, in Ecuador, specifically from, from Cuenca, which is the, in, in, in the Sierra. That's like the Andes region. Okay. Is that, yeah. so wait, that's where you're from? Yes. That part? Yeah, right Cuenca. Um, What's it like? Uh, it's, um, it's beautiful. Like the, 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 the weather's always amazing, but it's a little bit on the colder side because we're right on the Andes. So we're mm-hmm. a valley surrounded by mountains. So is it's it like Cuenca? a little Mediterranean? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it's... Um, is Cuenca higher up than Quito? Because I know Quito um, gets pretty chilly. 
it's uh, kind of similar to to Quito. I, I want to say Cuenca is like a smaller version of Quito. Okay. Yeah. It's basically the same thing, very colonial, a lot of really old uh, Spaniard uh, architecture. Uh, but in terms of weather, you get like that little chilly in, in the morning. It gets super nice, like 60s and 70s in the afternoon, and then a little cold at, at I'm night. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> and our summers and uh, our su- summer and winter is the only seasons that we have, but winter is not necessarily what you think winter is here. It just kind of maybe rains a little bit more. Okay. But it's the same weather all, all throughout. What's the low usually? Um, temperature wise, I mean, maybe, uh, like fifties, like if you start going up on oh, the mountains, that's sweet. then it gets a little colder. Um, but it's, it's, it's beautiful. I really miss, it. I haven't been in such a long time. When was the last time you were there? Uh, maybe seven years ago. I wow. think, okay. yeah, we did. Uh, I went with a friend. We went to actually, we flew to Quito and we backpacked, uh, to Cuenca. Wow. Yeah. So it that's was an adventure. It, it was fun. Yeah. We passed by, um, uh, there's a place called Riobamba and Ambato. Mm-hmm. In Riobamba, you can actually take a train. That's like that's a, a really old train. A mountain, right? Uh, Riobamba. Yeah. Isn't um, there like a? Isn't I there always a thought that was. That, I always thought it was jungle or like rainforest. I thought it was. No, Riobamba is uh, is in the the Sierra as well, which is the, the Andes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and um, you can actually take a a train there. It's a really old uh, railroad that wow. take, takes you from. Riobamba into this place called La Nariz del Diablo, which is uh, the devil's nose. Uh, Do you know why they call it that? Uh, because it literally looks like a nose. Uh, and I think there's a lot of uh, reference, like when whenever you see stuff that's um, like mountains, especially, like they always name them after like devils or I think it comes back into the culture, like indigenous culture, maybe like Inca, like all that, like the sun and the devil and like all these... and so I'm, I'm not necessarily sure why is it. It just looks like a, a nose, like really pointy. So I'm I'm assuming that. <laughs> right on. Okay. So um, I definitely am going to, we're going to be asking you a lot of these questions. We definitely want to get into like sort of the, those traditional customs and what have you. Yeah. But we, you know, this is a music show and we exactly. have a hell of a playlist uh, coming up. Yeah, so no, can you tell us about uh, the song we just heard? Uh, yes. So uh, Rio Mira is... Uh, they're a group from uh, Esmeraldas, which is the uh, um, coast region of Ecuador, so it's really warm. Um, but the cool thing about this specific band is also um, where Esmeraldas is very close to the border of Colombia. So this band does does have band members from Colombia, um, and, uh, and it is an Afro-Ecuadorian band. Uh, so you, you can tell kind of like the... The, the vibe that uh, it is very Caribbean kind of like uh, um, the uh, or more more um, inspired by like that Colombian rhythm of uh, I think it's the, the Palenque region that, mm-hmm. we, that we'd said that it's it's close by there um, but it's very marimba oh, yeah, influence that's, that's why it sounded so unique because it's there's a it's a little bit Afro-Colombian and a little bit um, Andean at the same time yeah it was like right. equally beachy and Andean it was really I, I really like sort of how that balanced and and I mean it's an an Ayar Records uh, offshoot which of course is you know a, kind right. of a sister or cousin label to ZZK so that makes perfect sense that you know yeah, that know- sound sounded very Right, and I know they're they're. This is I think it came out this year, maybe last year. So mm-hmm. it's um it's uh, Aya Records have been really pushing that this this particular album really, um, a lot lately, and uh, I'm really exci- I was really excited to to bring this in because uh, you can um, really tell just a little bit of 
that that part of Ecuador because we're going to hear so many great stuff today. I mean, that's one reason why um, we're super stoked on this uh, because there's like the Ecuadorian music we know, we love, but we don't right. know enough. And so, uh, you know, everyone check out that record. This is this is a new discovery for us right here. And um, I don't know, what do, what do we have next? So, yeah, you have, um, so we're kind of like telling a story here. And so we have something from like your formative years. Um, can you like introduce the next couple of songs? Um, yes. Um, so um, the first song we're going to hear is by the, a band called Sobre Peso. They're also from, actually from Cuenca. Um, so I was really excited to bring this band. Uh, they're a rock band from the 90s, early 2000s. Um, this particular track, it's called Vasija de Barro. Okay. Um, and what I really liked about this track was that it's, it is a cover of a really old folk song. Um, and it's been covered by, I think, everyone in Ecuador. And everyone knows about Vasija de Barro. It's like a standard. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. There's a really cool story about this particular song. Um, it's inspired by a painting uh, from a, a, a really famous painter from Ecuador. His name is Oswaldo Guayasamín. Okay. Um, he's from Quito, and it was uh, in 1950, around that, that, that time, he had a party at his house. There was all these poets there, all his friends and painter, all the all the like artists from Quito and he had a, a painting that that had a, a vasija de barro which mean which is uh, basically like a um I keep, I'm thinking in, in Spanish it's a, it's right a vase now. yeah exactly but yeah. It's, it's it's it was inspired by uh like Incan culture where uh sometimes uh mothers would actually get buried with their kids in a vase okay wow uh, and so that's the the the, the like painting. If, if the mother died in childbirth, they'd put the kid in a vase, and like they, they, if the they, child or also like an passed urn. away. That was like the the like the urn that they would get um, buried in. Oh wait, and I think I think sometimes like it even it would uh, there was a tradition that the kids were actually would be buried with the mothers even if they were like alive. Yee. I don't know I don't know the exact story <laughs> about uh, this this painting if that right. was the case, um, but these guys were in this in this party and. They just took turns writing different verses of the song. Wow. And there was a really famous duo from uh, Quito as well, Benitez y Valencia, uh, that were just like, oh, you know, so you, you probably can write, a, the, the poets were like, you can probably write music to this. So he just, they had a book, they opened a book, and then they just wrote the lyrics and also wrote like a little bit of the actual music, like some staff. And that's how the, the song started. So I'm sorry. Can you repeat the name of the uh, of the original composers of the song? Uh, it's a duo Benitez Valencia. Okay, cool. So we're gonna listen to a cover of that, and this it's is like- by <laughs> Sobrepeso. So again, the song is Vasija de Barro. Este es el silbado de los ancestros, de los que nunca se fueron. De los que nos esperan en nuestra propia sangre Yo quiero que a mí me entierren Como a mis antepasados Yo quiero que a mí me entierren Como a mis antepasados En el vientre oscuro y fresco De una vasija de En el vientre oscuro y fresco de una vasija de barro. 
sobre mi ciudad. Mira ya, 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 mira ya
Okay, um, I was really into Sobre Peso because um, you could hear, even though it definitely has like kind of a 90s grunge thing, you could also hear like melodic elements that were like very like Andean folk and or at least like what I'm familiar with. So I could see that that was like, um, you know, I, I could, they did a good job with that, I think is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so, um, so and um, what was that second song that we heard? Uh, it was uh, Tira y Afloja by Crux and Karnak. Uh, they're a band from Quito. Um, and when I was growing up, this is really a band that was actually pretty popular all around Ecuador. Um, uh, specifically, they're all about rock music, but they're also combine elements of um you know latin rhythms when when they're playing uh i remember seeing them so much when i was uh growing up in high school specifically um like one of my first first concerts like moshing to to them wow um so that was that was really fun i remember specifically one there's a lot of um high schools will will host these kind of bands so i remember going with one one of my friends that was from a different high school and and just like moshing with just random people, and uh, like we did like a little circle with everyone was hugging, and Aww. so that it really it, when I listen to this, it really just brings me back to to that time. So this is the kind of music that got you into music. Um, I, yeah, I think so. Yes, and specifically, I, it it was really great that it's like oh they, they're from here, from Ecuador, not here. We're in we're somewhere else, but uh, uh but no, they're now from, we're time traveling exactly. But that's a that's a really interesting story because like I'm you know I I'm very lucky that I'm able to travel to like different cities and different countries and what mm-hmm. have you and I'm always very curious about local scenes and stuff and so like you're right. telling me you know you were 14 15 16 and like going to the shows and moshing so what does a music scene in Cuenca look like or what yeah, do what young were the people rockers into go like to? back then well, Cuenca is very much well known as a rock, a rocker town, okay. and they're super also into metal. Um, but um, it's it's kind of weird. Like you know, the the mainstream is still mainstream, uh, where everyone's listening to. When I was during that time, uh, maybe a little bit older, everyone was listening to reggaeton. Like that was like the big thing. But there was no mm. reggaeton from from Ecuador. And then you know, looking at. Um, um, you know, music from, from the United States. Um, so I mean, the, the scene was kind of like, you know, you just go to, uh, like a party, um, that, that these, maybe a high school would, would, would host and they would have a band. They were able to book a band like this. Um, but it was, it's very, it's always very underground. I, I feel like. But I mean, you you raise an interesting point because like I was recently I wrote a a, a piece about festivals and yeah. you know um, and and one of the ones that like you know I I was thinking about like oh maybe I should look at stuff outside the country and so like I googled like Ecuador you know I was just like yeah. I don't really know anything about Ecuador what's up and I know that Quito Fest I think Quito Rock Fest or something like yeah, that that's just a big, happened that's a big one yeah I mean Cafe Tacuba were headliners um, I forget who the other like there was like two big rock mm-hmm. bands and rock and español bands that were headlining um, and then Cuenca apparently I think also has another uh, very famous uh, rock festival. Um, I oh. forget the names, but it definitely seems like there's an audience for this in, in Ecuador. Oh yeah, the, there's been growing uh, a lot, a, um, a growing um, base of, of I guess independent music, mm-hmm. and because of that, there's a lot of festivals that are coming up, uh, like Quito uh, Fest. Um, I know there's another one called El Festivalito. I think it's in the in Guayaquil, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because I haven't been there for that long. 
I, I'm not familiar really with going to these festivals. You're a little um, out of touch. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that's why, like, I, it's, it's, it's been just me, like, going on YouTube, going on like, online, just like looking up all these bands. So I don't even know if like some of these bands are even popular where over there. So like, um, that's something we're especially excited about. Like what would be an example of, um, some, you know, very, some of this, this indie scene that's coming up, like what's a good representation of that? Um, yeah, there's a really good band I really, uh, really into. It's called uh, La Madre Tirana. It's funny because like this, they're also from Cuenca, uh, so I'm just rep- repping Cuenca. Come today. on, Cuenca! I know. Um, and uh, the the song that we're gonna uh, listen to is uh, Como Maria, uh, and they just released this album. It's called La Madre Tirana Dos or number two. Okay. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's their second album. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's kind of, um, you can, you can hear like some elements of like, uh, like a kind of indie pop thing going on. Um, and it's what's kind of new right now over yeah, there. We hate indie pop here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's hear the song. <laughs>
so I'm actually like when I was when I was getting the songs and like looking at videos and stuff. I actually got really excited when I saw La Madre Tirana because I was like, I don't, I've never heard of them. I've, you know, but it's just like, oh, this sounds really weird. Oh, why is everybody wearing a kimono? And it's just like, <laughs> it, did he pick this for me? Like, it's so, it's so up my alley. It's, it's almost hilarious. Yeah. Their, their videos are pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, cause you know, you know, I love a good, weird hipster situation. And, and if it's Cynthia, yeah, I'm 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 sold. So thank you for bringing that in. Is there like a lot of this happening in in Ecuador, like right now, or oh the um, is there room for like experimental stuff? Are people that weird? I don't weird? know. I I, <laughs> I mean, but I, but I'm like you know yeah they, yeah yeah. No, there's there's like people making making say like indie pop or synth pop or whatever. But like yeah, the weird corner. Not everybody like, occupies. Please it. tell us there are weird people absolutely everywhere. I would like that. To oh, be. definitely. I I but um. Yeah, I mean a, a little bit like when I was when when I was looking at at bands like there's so there was so much um especially the new bands there's a lot of new bands that are doing everything from uh like indie pop to like super super indie and and then like doing like that looking at a like doing like that mixture of like Andean and and Afro rhythm kind of thing. Um but um Great. We'll I want to have you back for another episode. Yeah, like I, I want to say that um, I'm not an expert in in, in in Ecuadorian music, so I'm sure like there's stuff that that I don't know yet, and I would love to know. So if, actually, there's is any anyone else listening that's from Ecuador and that know any weird bands? I would love to know. send us recommendations. <laughs> yeah, please. This is a perfect place yeah. to be. Like, hey y'all, remember that you can always message us at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Make sure that you guys are sending us your your jams. I mean, that's how Ivan, you know, got to be on the show. Please be on our show. Come on the show, <laughs> listen to the show, rate us five stars only. Five stars only, y'all. And if you write to me, I will send you stickers. I will send you stickers. The and episode maybe, like, is I don't know, some other fun things. Mm. Who knows? Ooh. Panties. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not the surprise. Ooh. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> coming back from that. Um, so, yeah. So, um, so okay. So, uh, Ecuador is, I, I, you know, I'm really excited um, to visit Ecuador. Again, I think I might have already mentioned, like, you know, it's it's definitely in my list of places to go. And I, one of the things that attracts me so much to Ecuador is that, like, you have the beaches and then you have, you know, the mountains. And I think Ecuador has quite a bit of, like, does it touch the Amazon? Does it have, like, yeah, some there's of that? so there's you have a four, I guess, regions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the coast, which is the, all the beach, that are really uh, hot weather. Your Guayaquil. I hear that the beaches have, like, really good surfing, actually. Um, yeah, there's one specific spot that everyone probably knows about. It's called Montañita, where all the, like, hippies, I like, just ended up moving there. And uh, I remember going to, <laughs> going for my, my, I think, fifth or sixth grade trip by there, and there was... The smell of weed was really yeah <laughs> really, wow um, but yeah the, they they do a lot of uh, a lot of uh, surf competitions there um, it's a pretty really cool place um, I haven't been since then I think I haven't been to Montañita um, but um, what are the other regions uh, so you have Sierra which is where the Andes cross so that's a little bit um, a little bit colder. Um, you have uh, that's where I'm from. You know, it's Cuenca. That's in the south, but still on the Andes. And then you have El Oriente, which is kind of more like the jungle, like Amazon. Okay. Um, and then the fourth one is uh, when you when you go to school and you learn about it. Galapagos is is also um, 
uh, another region because it's, okay. it's just yeah. a, there. It's an island. Uh, it's still from Ecuador, but just away from. Do from a lot Ecuador. of people live on Galapagos, or is it just yeah, sort of like? I mean, it, it's it's there? a it's um there there's a lot of people that live there and hmm. um and tourism is a huge part of their their lives there. Um, I actually never been, which is which is sucks because um it's on the bucket list. Yeah, but it's also really expensive to go, no matter yeah. um, if you're from Ecuador or not. Yeah, uh, because it's it's such a it's such a beautiful place, uh, really diverse, which really speaks to what Ecuador is as a country. It's so diverse. Um, you can't really think about Ecuador and just think about one thing. Right. Um, so that's why these these regions uh, um, kind of break down like that. So I think it's really appropriate that the next two songs are both called Guayaquil City. Yeah. Um, since we're just, you know, this is the Ecuador Love Fest right now. Um, tell us a little bit about both of them and, you know, why they're here today. Yeah. Um, so the first one we're going to hear is uh, by a band called Rocola Bacalao. Okay. Uh, they're from um, from Quito. It's like one of those bands. There's like eight, eight members. And even though like this, this song has a specific style of music, um, it's kind of like almost like a balada meets like cuban kind of rhythm these guys play everything like they're amazing musicians is so, it sort of like typico like are they all wearing like the same like outfit type of oh uh, no that, that would be awesome <laughs> but uh but no they, they just play like sometimes they'll have songs that are just, like really like rock then ska oh, then okay. it'll be like punk but then they'll they'll play like cumbia and then they'll play and then they'll mix everything together um and so this the song that they did is um it's actually from their last album. I think it came out in 2014. Okay. Um, they haven't been playing since. I'm not sure what they're up to, but um, it's uh, really the lyrics of the song, which really I like. It's about this guy that is, is talking that is from Quito, from the Sierra. He's going to Guayaquil because he, he has a broken heart. And it kind of talks about the differences between the coast and the Sierra. Um, the stereotypical... Uh, thoughts that you have is that people from the coast are very more lively they're like to party right and then everyone from the coast are a little bit more like quiet and reserved from which, the from the sierra you mean uh from the sierra yes yeah and specifically from quito right okay so he's going to to the coast because he wants to just like let go and, and party um because he just got his uh his heart broken and then how does that pair with our second uh guayaquil city yeah so uh it, it was uh this is actually uh a song that's by someone that's not from Ecuador, it's uh, Mano Negra, who's uh, the the, um, the band that Manu Chao uh, started with, who we who we I, I absolutely love. Um, but it's um, like the first line of the lyrics uh, is is the same line as the chorus of Guayaquil City by Rocola Bacalao. So I was really interested in. I, I don't know is this like for one sure. A reference to the other. I, th- I think I think Mano Negra is from the from the nineties. I think. Um, so I, th- I don't know, but I was like, when I was listening to the song, I was like, I wonder if they were listening to mm. Mano Negra song. And then they just wrote that, that lyric, which is, uh, Guayaquil city va a reventar, uh, okay. which means, uh, Guayaquil city is gonna like explode, explode or yeah. just gonna. Well, I think, I think we were talking earlier about how Mano Chao is very like poetic traveler, you know? Yeah. So, so I, it's kind of like door of mystery. There right. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely, uh telling a story like he probably was in Guayaquil and loved it and just wrote a song about it and that's why I love him so much because you can really kind of picture um the place just by that that's uh that song 
Um, and, um, and, and with, with Rocola Bacalao, you can really, uh, they're really big on, um, singing with like Ecuadorian slang, which is not necessarily something that everyone in Latin America is used to. You know, if you grew up in Ecuador, you, you know, everyone knows Mexican slang. Everyone knows Argentinian slang. But not a lot of people know about like the Ecuadorian slang, and so right. I, I I really lo- love that. Let's listen, and then we will compare and contrast. Okay, so this is Rocola Bacalao and Mano Negra, both with their own versions of a song named uh, Guayaquil City. Desde que me dejaste por insegil, multiplicaste mis ansias por mí. Mis noches son un delirio febril Por suerte este bus me deja en Guayaquil Alguien me espera O tal vez no Al menos aquí respiro con otro pulmón Ya no vuelvo a Quito Aquí me desquito a la orilla del río ya no se siente el frío Guayaquil City va a reventar Todas mis penas se van al nivel del mar Guayaquil City va a reventar San Borondón y Bastión Popular Vengo de la sierra donde la gente se encierra Montaña frío dejaste por ese gil vivo tomando Sanax con Ribotril ya me agobió tu mala maña siempre tan parca tan seca y uraña Guayaquil City va a reventar todas mis penas se van al nivel del mar, Guayaquil City va a reventar San Borondón y Bastión Popular Me gusta cuando hablas, porque estoy como ausente Me gusta cuando callas, porque al menos no me mientes
Okay, so that was a a tale of two Guayaquil cities. And, um, you know, so you mentioned uh, Ecuadorian slang. And yeah. we can't leave that alone. So yeah. what, what's a good um, what's a good piece of Ecuadorian slang that we might want to know? Um, well, a, a lot of Ecuadorian slang, at least the ones that I grew up with, uh, are, are always taken from Quechua, which is an indigenous language in um, in Ecuador, Peru, like um, in Bolivia, a lot of these parts. Um, and one that I that is really big is ñaño, which means brother, or if you say ñaña. It's sister. Um, so I, after this, you're going to be like our podcasting ñaño. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. So whenever I, like we, my, my brothers text each other, like, hey, ñaño, like that's how we grew up with. Oh, that's with cool. With each other. They like, say ñaño to each other. Um, and um, I mean, another one was uh, Cheeto, I think uh, was uh, was a good one. Um, means that you're just kind of poor. So like ando Cheeto means like, like I'm just, I'm I don't broke. have any money. I'm broke. Yeah, we need to know that one. That's useful for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm when for when I'm in Ecuador, if somebody's like, "Can I have like you know a dollar or whatever?" I'd be like, "I'm the Cheeto." Exactly. Yeah, Here. they'll they'll know exactly what. Um, and then there's some that also take they take from uh, uh, words from English. Uh, one is uh, "wacho," which I really like. Is it means uh, heart, but it comes from the the English word "watch." Like, like ticker. Exactly. Oh, it's like my ticker stopped. Exactly. I get it. I like that. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm a little watch. So um, episode titles tend to be like the hardest part of what like we do here. 
Is there any sort of good slang for music or like a song or something like, you know, like in Mexico, like they might say like esa rola or like whatever, something like that. Oh, Nuevo man. sencillo. Okay. That is that is as that is as actually literate as it comes. That is not slang. That is dictionary. But yeah, sorry, that's the best I got. But thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not I'm not sure. I don't think there is. I'm sure there is. But I'm kind of spacing out on that one. Well, well, we can always come back to that. But yeah, I think it's really interesting that you mentioned Exitos de Oro. Mm. Oh my God, yes, that is that is absolutely what this. It's episode like is every 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 uh, pirated uh, uh, CD. It's always like Exitos de Oro. Exitos de Oro. Thirty mess. Exitos de Oro. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yes, so, um, you know, again, you were talking about like, right. A, a lot of the slang comes from Quechua. And so, yeah. um, I think, uh, Ecuador definitely has sort of like a strong, um, indigenous presence and, and, you know, it's probably like a, a part of your everyday identity there. No. Um, yeah. I mean, you're, um, every time you go to like, let's say if you go to a, a market where you, you buy food, like the people that work there are actually, farmers that are mostly indigenous um and you're interacting with them all the time right. and i mean even though like i'm from Cuenca into the city you know if i'm i'm definitely I, everyone is is at, at some point mestizo there like I, right. I have indigenous roots um i can't say i've ever traced it back to see like where where that comes from but um i think um that's something that you you, you definitely uh, um in some way or another, also, it's, um, sorry, just... <laughs> please, please, please. No, I mean, I think that these things are really interesting because, um, you know, sometimes people will play music that's, insp- or, like, they'll they'll create music that's inspired by um, the indigenous culture of that country, and in a way, it can be kind of, like, appropriating it into, right. like, indigenous culture into, like, um, sort of assimilating that into, like, the idea of national identity. Mm-hmm. But then in a place where so many people are mestizo, it becomes very complicated because, you know, sometimes those artists are trying to connect back to a huge part of their personal roots. Right. So, but then at the same time, they aren't the same as indigenous people who grew up speaking, um, say, Quechua, you know, or something right. like that. So to me, it is, it's a very interesting because it's a very complex relationship, you know? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no. Um, and you do see, I mean, at least when I was there, you see the, the divide also of... Um, almost like when you say someone that's indígena, like you, it's almost like a, like uh, you're putting that person down just it because be a, it can be a slur, even though that's the word yeah. for it. Yeah, there's a, there's actually a word that's uh, in Quechua that's called runa, uh, which means in Quechua is human, uh, but it's been it's been used a lot um, as a pejorative, maybe. Yes, yeah, like really? you said, like oh, it is runa, um, and but at the end of the day, like if you really look at the what the meaning of the word, it just means that you're a, a person, person, you're human, um, but you're that kind of person, exactly, right? Um, hmm. So that's um, that's also the divide between like someone that's in the city and that maybe lives in the. In El Campo, you mean like the the outer the outskirts of, of oh, cities. Oh, that's kind of interesting because people talk about like the folk or just like folk. That just means people, but right the, when they say the folk or folklore, they mean like a certain kind of people or that you're exactly. folksy. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think it's really interesting that we're having this conversation about identity because you brought in some music uh, from sort of like the Afro Ecuadorian uh, side of you know well of Ecuador. 
Yeah. Um, and I mean, first of all, before we even talk about the songs, what is sort of the uh, Afro Ecuadorian community like? Um, are they uh, sort of concentrated in specific regions, or are they more mixed into like the population? Um, I th- I think um, from what I remember, and I think it's still true now that um, it is very much to the coast side of of Ecuador, um, and um, specifically like the the northern part of uh, the coast, like Esmeraldas, where a lot of people from the the group that we heard before Rio Mir are from, right? Um, and um, you know, it, it's it's very it's also another complicated relationship that you have. Um, uh, people that are from African descent are always seen on, on a, in a different way, a different light uh, as well. Almost like, oh, like, wow, like you, there's, there's people from, um, that are, are black in, in Ecuador. Like right. you wouldn't think about that. Um, but if I always say like, well, have you seen the Ecuadorian soccer team? That's exactly what I was going to bring up exactly. because I, 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 I'm not a sporty spice by any means <laughs> um but i re- i grew up watching soccer with my dad football and you know and whenever ecuador was on the field you know the best players or like the more prominent ones were black they were tall yeah. they were slender they were mus- yeah. muscular and they were black exactly um, which is not sort of like an image that you correlate to like ecuadorian identity so i right. always thought that was really interesting and yeah i'm sure that there is sort of like along the palenque sort of region that direct connection to colombia you know that there's there was not not I don't want to say migration but you know sort of like remnants of that Spanish Empire, mm-hmm. um, but I I I do wonder like you know is there sort of I don't want to say segregation but is there some sort of discrimination or or maybe erasure that uh, this identity endures in in Ecuador? Um, I, I definitely I think uh, I mean discrimination there's a a little bit you know there's always like those stereotypical thoughts that you have just when you think about someone that's that's from specifically in ecuador like when you say like the word like just negro right it almost feels like that's a bad thing actually for me like uh a nickname for me when i was growing up was negro because i'm a little bit darker than 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 some of my brothers or, or sisters um, and even my cousin, so I was like called like always like oh el negrito, you know, and um, so that and I know that there's been like a lot of talks about just that word and um, how it makes you feel when you're growing up, right? And how it's like almost not a, not a good thing, you know. But it's also supposed <clears throat> to be endearing, right? Yeah. So it's really it's really complicated. So when I grew up, I was like oh it's cool, like you know I'm the negrito, <laughs> um, but but then you can see if you start going deeper and deeper it's 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 not that that cute um <laughs> it really isn't yeah so um, um i want to so you definitely brought in these songs and so i definitely want to talk about the afro ecuadorian yeah. contributions to ecuadorian music of course um and obviously both of these next tracks are bomba yeah so tell us a little bit about what is bomba and what makes bomba, bomba. is that anything like um puerto rican bomba um no i think it's a little bit different um the um i'm not sure that if they, they might be similar, but basically bomba, aside from being a, a rhythm, is also an instrument that is used for this type of music. Um, actually, some uh, really really good. Uh, is it a what kind of an instrument is it? It's a it's a drum. Okay. Um, so you can hear a little bit of uh, um, some of these tracks the 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 drums that are being used. One of the, the predominant one is is the bomba drum, um, and. Um, it's best guest ever. He knows everything. All of the things. <laughs> <Wow>. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all 
all um, of the knowledge. If you really want to know about bomba music, you should look up um, this band that they're based from New York City. It's called they're called Chota Madre. Uh, I've heard of Chota Madre. I don't know anything about them, but I have heard. They um, the name comes from a slang that's uh, chuta, which is like saying shit. Uh, but madre, you sometimes say chuta madre, like like mm. just like oh damn, you know. Uh, but they they call themselves chota madre because this music bomba comes from the Valle del Chota, which is in the. Um, it's between. It's a pun. Sorry, no, go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's where it, it's um, it's in a place where it's where the coast and the Andes meet. Um, so you actually have uh, the weather uh, is a little bit tropical. But you're in mountains, and a lot of people that that live there are uh, Afro Ecuadorian. Actually, a lot of the, the Ecuadorian soccer team come also from the Valle del Chota. Oh, okay. Um, and um, but yeah, ch- check them, check uh, Chota Madre out. Um, but um, we're gonna listen to um, two uh, two bands, uh, Swing Original Monks, uh, Caminito, um, and they're more like a modern band. They're, uh, they uh, their last album actually was produced by I think. Um, uh, Visitante from Calle 13. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, I and was jokingly going to say Quantic, but you actually <laughs> killed that. So yeah. So um, so they're more a little bit more modern. Um, I think this album just came out this year or last year. I'm not sure. Um, and then the the the, the um, they're not necessarily play bomba music. They they're also kind of like rocola bacalao. They just play all types of music. Sure. Um, but they're also very heavy on the, uh, the the theatrical lyric content, specifically the the lead singer. Um, he calls himself Mister Bombas. Um, and um, the next song is by Grupo Marabu, uh, which is called Bomba Caliente. Um, it's uh, that's the more traditional actual bomba um, song. Uh, and the, these guys are have been around for a very long time. Um, they're like super OGs. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you hear the um, the African rhythms, the bomba mixed with uh, almost like this Andean uh, like melodies. So that's Stoked. why I really, I, I really, I really wanted to bring this in because it's kind of like those those two regions meeting together. Um, and there's like rhythms Which, like you know, a, is a little bit like the first song we played. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, again, you, you kind of put it best as like where sort of like the coast meets the Andes. Right. Um, all right. So let's go ahead and listen to that now.
amazing amazingness and it was incredible and all of that jazz <laughs> no um but yeah and so um moving forward uh we have some hip-hop uh we're bringing in you know the new kids uh you know like we're stepping maybe a little bit away from tradition and just sort of like into uh what young people are doing and you know i don't know outside influences or how people are modernizing i mean like do you do you find that like people's taste in music is evolving or do people kind of like stick to say like traditions or like cumbia or you know rock like mm -hmm. staples of, yeah. of latin music um i think with new music there's there's also that new um the mix with electronic a lot of djs coming up um um so i, th I think they're there i mean uh, cumbia rock it's it's always going to be probably there um 
but I think a lot of a lot of new artists are venturing and doing new things. Um, so with these two groups, the first one is called Sudakaya. Um, we're gonna hear Santita, uh, and this one, this band is from the early two thousands. Also, a band that I grew up with, um, and it's the first band of, of Wanako MC that you guys featured a few episodes ago. Thanks to you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's where he where he started, and um, and this is where um, you hear a lot of that ska reggae influence. Um, mixing with 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 also hip hop, where that's where Guanaco comes in doing the his his rhymes. Um, and uh, also, be, before we move on from yep. that, I feel like, for example, like a lot of the people that are coming out, at least sort of in the like <clears throat> Latinx indie alternative blah blah circles, you know, like when it comes from Ecuador, like we hear of Mateo Kingman and we hear about Nicola Cruz and we hear like it it there's usually sort of a hip hop edge. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like is hip hop like a big thing in Ecuador? Is it something that people take to? Are those just two weird guys? Um, I don't know. I, Which I, is perfectly fair. <laughs> I, I know. I know. There's uh, some good MCs out there. Uh, I can't say I'm, I'm well versed in hip hop in Ecuador. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think. I think um, it's not like a, something that has been very popular. It's still very, very underground. Okay. Um, and but when you when you hear like something like with what Nako is doing, like he's really doing it really well and not only just being influenced by just hip hop from maybe the states he's definitely also looking into ecuador and maybe like with with the rhythms that he, the samples that he's using um he's actually using a lot of musicians that are are from uh from ecuador um not just samples but more like um music like maybe traditional music like the like the song that you had featured before mm-hmm. where he was using musica rocolera uh, a lot of the requinto guitar okay um, um, but, uh, but this is, this is, this is before that he was just doing like to was just ska reggae, like just party. Like you can tell like they're pretty young. <laughs> okay. So, you and know, then, what? Um, so this is, this is an early track. Yeah. All yeah, right. definitely. So, you know what? Let's listen to Santita by Sudakaya and we'll just come back, uh, in a little bit. Okay. Todos venimos de una estrella de mar. Gracias por darme la vida y la sonrisa de cada día. Si has de regresar a la tierra, quiero que sepas que hay un poema que vive bajo tu piel. Cuando abrí los ojos por primera vez, sentí todo el poder y la fuerza de tu luz. Cuando entré al templo de tu cuerpo, mujer, sabía que eras para mí, que somos complemento y que existo por ti. Cuando abrí los ojos por primera vez, sentí yo nacer por debajo de tu piel, abrazándome, me sostuviste tú. No voy a dejarte caer. Dos veces 
estrella de mar Let me put it on the track, let me know what's up Nobody skips, nobody bleeds, party on the 
We up in the trap, trap. We up in the trap. Ecuador trap, ceviche trap. I don't know, just buzzwords. Oh, so yeah, that, so that guy's got bars. Come on, keywords. Yeah, um, yeah. Andre Farra. That's um, he's from Guayaquil, um, and you can you can tell like he's really uh, listening to to a lot of that. He like, smells of lean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the only one that that's singing in, in English and all these songs that I that I brought in. Um, but I thought it was important also to bring him in because he was he's I really like this song. Yeah. Um, and um, and sometimes like when you when I would think about Ecuadorian music, I would always think about like the production, like oh like maybe they don't have money, like it's not that. But but these guys are actually doing really quality music, yeah. and you can really tell that they really care, and it's. And it's um, not that hard to really make some good music if you have some just good ideas. Uh, you don't need much, um, so you can tell. Really, um, when you see, I've seen videos of him live. I haven't been able to see him live, but he actually has a full band playing really? with him. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, he's just like just a fun. You can tell he's just like just fun guy. Just like just, just ra- uh, he just throws his his beats, rhymes. And it's like just a party up in there. I'm sure his album is called The Dirty Ceviche. And I hope so. The Ceviche <laughs> Trap. <laughs> the, the Dirty Sprite Ceviche. I don't know. I feel like there's something in there. No, but I, I think it's interesting that you should say that because, like, you know, like, for example, in Dominican Republic, like, Dimbo is such a, like, you know, is is sort of, like, the, the sound du jour. And, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't require a whole lot of money to produce, like, Right. A, you know, a solid dembow track. Like, yeah, sure. Like sometimes like you have someone like El Alfa or Omega who have like this big studio or whatever, but most of these people are just sort of doing it in like a house and like their tia's house in like a back room. And then just like the video is on their block and it's just like everybody dancing and having a great time. And like, I feel like, yeah. like you just said, like this could just be anybody anywhere doing it. And it's just like, he had the creativity to put it together. And it, it's a really rad song when I was, when I was perusing, uh, the playlist. This was the first song to really stand out to me. So I really, mm-hmm. really, really appreciate um, this sort of like trap moment uh, in this in this playlist. I think it was fucking brilliant. Uh, so moving on from the purple ceviche. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. So we're we're nearing the end. Um, you know, thank you listeners for joining us on this uh, awesome Ecuadorian journey. Um, and uh, again, like I mentioned him before, uh, one of sort of the big buzzy names out of Ecuador right now, especially in this sort of like alternative indie scene is uh, Mateo Kingman. Yeah. Um, so you are bringing in the song Mi Pana. Um, what, what about the song earned its place in this playlist today? Oh, it's one of my favorite uh, Mateo Kiman songs, uh, specifically because it's also called Operation with Wanako. Oh, uh, rad! MC, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, you guys know that I'm obsessed with Wanako. Um, Shout out to Wanako, who like also like seemed excited when we featured him. I'm like, so thank you, thank you for uh, your support. Yeah, where, man, wherever he's, you are. he's he's amazing. Um, I don't know him personally, but he's definitely doing amazing music um but what i really thought was was great about this song is that you can you see mateo kingman's um style which is kind of like that um selva like amazon style mm-hmm. with those rhythms come um uh, meet with wanako's street hip-hop lyrics so they really combine really well and it's really the song is just about just parting you know um and a very very uh, common thing 
you know, he talks about being just broke. That's what he does say Cheeto in this, in this, ha. in this, uh, song. Uh, and just about, you know, even though I don't have money, I'm still going to party. And, um, and I, I think it's a, it's a Those great, are my favorite songs actually. <laughs> I, I take them personally nice. and that's my reality. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you call him? Where, do you know where Mateo Kingman is from? Uh, he's originally from, um, I think he was born in Quito, but he grew up in Macas, which is uh, in the Oriente region. Oh, so like, which like is like the Amazonian. Ju- exactly. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Um, and um, so if you really hear, listen to this, his album, uh, and there's interviews with him um, out there that he really talks about, this album is really much him talking about his relationship with where he grew up with. Right. Um, He's very much talking about like the a lot about the mountains and the river and how that comes together. And you can hear it in the sounds as well. He's really much inspired with that. Um, but uh, but then seeing this coming into the city with meeting Wanako um, is really really amazing. And I think they do a great job. And and I think it's great that also these artists are collaborating with each other, which is super important because they you can tell that they're helping each other out. Um, and yeah, I mean it's I know they're they're they just shot a video for this song and should be coming up soon. Mm. I don't know when. All right. So listen, let's listen to that now. This is, uh, again, Mateo Kingman with Mi Pana, and that's featuring Guanaco. Más chido que nadie, más chido que nadie Le debo al chulco, al vecino, al compadre Tengo un hueco en el bolsillo Un hoyo negro directo al abismo Me persino con la estampa Que no me abandonen la crisis, mi santa Santa madre de la raza Dame la fuerza, bendice mi casa Traguito de ron Pa' calmar las penas y el desazón Hasta en las veredas exhalo emoción Quiero diversión, exceso pa' calmar la depresión Mira la vida como respira Y aunque la noche está fría El sol caliente en el día Y todo vuelve a empezar Sal y échate a caminar Vacila tu patria bailando Nadie se puede quedar La energía está arriba La energía está arriba La energía está arriba La energía está arriba Arriba Todo mi barrio si es necesario Gasta el salario pa' vacilar mi pana Suelta la bala, suelta el machete Y vamos pa'l monte a bailar Todo mi barrio si es necesario Gasta el salario pa' vacilar mi pana Suelta la bala, suelta el machete Y vamos pa'l monte a bailar Por el sendero vamos pa'l reventón Vamos llevando y el corazón Llevamos el lenca, el pavo y tambor Llevamos palma, golpe y sudor Llegamos con calma y mucho calor Llevamos caña, verde y licor, nos acompaña santo protector Llevamos las curas pa' el dolor, somos candela Toda mi familia reunida, toda mi gente manos arriba Para mí la noche siempre es excesiva, rompe la chancleta, gasta la saliva Te digo yo, el vecindario ya se encendió De aquí yo jamás me voy, vamos a incendiar el salón Que se quebre la baldosa de tanto temblor La energía está arriba, la energía está arriba La energía está arriba, arriba Todo mi barrio si es necesario Gasta el salario pa' vacilar mi pana Suelta la bala, suelta el machete Y vamos pa'l monte a bailar Todo mi barrio si es necesario Gasta el salario pa' vacilar mi pana Suelta la bala, suelta el machete Y vamos pa'l monte a bailar Todo mi barrio si es necesario Gasta el salario pa' vacilar mi pana Suelta la bala, suelta el machete Y vamos pa'l monte a bailar Todo mi barrio si es necesario Gasta el salario pa' vacilar mi pana Suelta la bala, suelta el machete Y vamos pa'l monte a bailar Hecho con 
bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, techo con hueco, bolsillo con hueco, zapato con hueco, futuro con hueco, todo mi barrio si es necesario, gasta el salario para vacilar mi pana, suelta la bala, suelta el machete y vamos para el monte a bailar, todo mi barrio si es necesario, gasta el salario para vacilar mi pana, suelta la bala, suelta el machete y vamos para el monte a bailar, todo mi barrio si es necesario, gasta el salario para vacilar mi pana, suelta la bala, suelta el machete y vamos para el monte a bailar, todo mi barrio si es necesario, gasta el salario para vacilar mi pana, suelta la bala, suelta el machete y vamos para el monte a bailar. No, I love how this whole podcast has been about like um, collisions between different regions and like different cultures within one country. I feel like that um, that song really uh, embodied that. It was cool. I agree. <laughs> no, um, but yes, I mean, I think I think Ivan, you have painted a very vivid sort of musical collage. Mm-hmm. Uh, of Ecuador, it's I mean it's a rather small country, but like like again as 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 we discussed, I mean there are cultures of the mountain, of the jungle, of the coast, of the islands. Um, Ecuador contains multitudes. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and I mean, yeah. I, and I appreciate and like and again like you know even identities like indigenous identity and like you know Afro Latino identity is very present. Afro indigenous identities. That's, I mean, that's a, hey, that's a thing. I, I don't disagree. Um, but, uh, yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy, very thrilled, very thankful, uh, that you came on the show and, uh, schooled the fuck out of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank, thank you for inviting me. Um, and I think, um, it's, it's important to mention that there's so much more, uh, in, uh, in Ecuador that's happening, um, and I I would love to, to, I'm I'm still learning myself and it's a little bit hard to do it because I'm not living there, but I, I really would love to, if anyone like knows more, more bands that are happening, let me know. Like I'm, I'm really into it. Yeah. Listeners. Uh, if you're in Ecuador, uh, give us a shout and we'll have an, you could even like, there is technology such that like you could even be on the show without coming over here. Absolutely. We but if you came, that would show. be cool too. Mm-hmm. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, especially and I, if you are Mateo Kingman, you can, you can be on the show if you want, you know, and again, just a reminder, di- diasporas exist. I mean, you know, not Ecuadorians are not only in Ecuador, you know, like we, you know, we're currently recording in Jackson Heights in Queens, New York. And this is a very, very, very Latin community. We were just discussing like what the best Ecuadorian restaurants in the, in the neighborhood might be, you know, um, New York City alone contains, you know, El Lado Negro, you know, Rio Bamba DJ, um, El Juri. Uh, Elia it just relocated from Chicago, uh, from C- Seattle to LA. So like, we're gonna do that. Shout out to my friend Lenny. Yeah, I mean, you know, so like, see you. We mentioned you on the show. I'm just saying. Boom. <sighs> um. So yeah. So there are like dope Ecuadorian musicians running around, and again, like you know, I'm happy that this like little email correspondence uh, led to a greater conversation, and that is an invitation that we extend to all of our listeners. Um. You know, people that are tweeting at us, people that are sending us great suggestions. Again, you are all invited on here because, you know, uh, 
little known fact, Beverly and I don't know everything. We certainly act like we do. And also, you know, we want Songmas to be a community and everyone has something awesome to contribute. And that's what Richard meant. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've we've been talking nonstop about the community that we formed with like cousin podcasts. But, you know, the listeners are very much a part of that community. So you guys are all welcome out, up in this bitch. Um, again, tweet us some tracks, email us some tracks, come on the show, school us in person. We're always so happy to have you here. And again, Yvonne, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much um this this episode has been really really dope this is if this is not the best played episode that we have i'll be really pissed i think he made us act smarter (laughs) (laughs) or at least pretend like we are um okay so um before we play the last track i want to remind everybody that you can find us on all of the social medias facebook instagram twitter uh where can people uh listen beverly well you know for the time being we're still on soundcloud and also they saved it no we'll be on there another year okay (laughs) so you've got another year to listen to uh our really bad early episodes on soundcloud we're also on itunes stitcher and google play absolutely um we're looking into how to get on spotify and by we're looking where i mean that we're thinking about it and someday we'll actually look at it um and obviously again if you guys want to reach out it's on a post-it note somewhere it really is um and if you guys ever want to reach out again make submissions or whatever and social media is not your tea again you can email us we don't know where the post-it note is <laughs> you can always email us at songmessmusic at gmail.com now um, um we're gonna play a sort of like a little combo of two songs here um so you brought in this song called el camaleon and uh you kind of gave me two versions of the same song can you explain that a little bit uh ivan yeah uh the um we're gonna play the original song and then a, a, a remake by a DJ. Um, so the original is also a, a bomba, um, and, uh, it's a folk song. Um, but when I heard this, uh, this remake, uh, it's a DJ from, uh, I think he's from Quito. Uh, he's a DJ Atahualpa. Um, and, uh, he basically just made the song even better than what it was. Um, it's, it's, it's really awesome. He, and this, this is from his EP that it just came out maybe a couple of months ago. So this is really, this is new music. And, um, so what's really cool about DJ Atahualpa is that he's really looking at his roots. Um, I think his name is actually Atahualpa, which is, uh, after, uh, the last Incan emperor. Wow. Um, uh, but he spells it A T A W space a l l p a uh so look that up uh, i think he's on soundcloud mostly um and we'll definitely be tagging him so oh yeah people will be able to find him yeah so he's really um i think he also has he might have um some roots in colombia as well so cool. he's both colombian and, and ecuadorian um but um yeah this this next song is called camaleon and um it's just a uh, bomba meets electronic music Fantastic. I think that's a great note to end on. Anything left to add, Beverlisa? Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you so much, Ivan. And thank you so much for listening, everybody. Ciao. Thank you. <laughs>